Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Word Podcast. This is our 1500th episode. That's right. 1,500 episodes of this. And so a little history for those of y'all who may have just uh, joined with us. Uh, I hadn't really shared this that much overall. I, it just moved upon my mind, upon our heart, uh, 1,500 days ago, apparently, or thereabouts. I remember I was in uh, South Florida visiting uh, our daughters over the uh, New Year's holiday. And it just went through my mind that I needed to start doing things this way. Uh, for years, we had done Bible study on a local uh, TV station, had done a prayer uh, program on a local TV station. And that TV station was uh, being sold, had been sold, as a matter of fact. And I knew those programs were coming to an end. And But I just began to realize more and more that that format uh, was falling by the wayside. And uh, it really... It, and it did. It's still there, but really not many people watch that type of thing. And that everything was moving to an online streaming type of thing uh, for the sake of convenience, for the sake of uh, just potential of reaching more and more people. And I thought, you know, let me check out this podcast thing. So this was some uh, four years ago now, I guess. And so that's the reason I started doing it. And uh, had just a couple of goals with the things, just simply to cover the Word of God, to do it in a short period of time. I always do it less than 10 minutes. And the reason I chose that was just where I live, how long does it take to drive basically from one side of town to the other? <laughs> you know, if you're taking a journey, you can hit this thing on your cell phone and listen to it while you're going from here to the store and back if it's a short trip. And that's sort of the idea. And, uh, and that's the way most of us are nowadays. If you sit there and look at a podcast or you check a video out, first thing you're going to do is sit down and look how long it is. And if it's a video or a podcast and it's 30 minutes long, you might say, well, I'll listen to that later. I got time. I'll do it later. If you listen to it and it's five minutes long, you're likely to hit the button then. I mean, that's how all of us are. So anyway, I thank you so much uh, for being with us. These uh, 1500 episodes. You can always go back if you jumped in the middle and check them out you know, and listen to them. I have done them somewhat topically, uh, but I don't have the topics really delineated upon uh, any way that you can check it out. So the best thing to do is just sort of jump in to see what happened. Also, uh, it would be a tremendous blessing and help uh, if you just shared about this with other people, okay, shared with them. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you still have to show people how to access a podcast, what you can do with that, you know, how to do it on the computer or your phone or uh, any really electronic device nowadays you can actually hop on one, a podcast. And that's very helpful. But encourage people uh, to join with us. And then if the Lord does move upon your heart and mind to help support these times, oh, that would be so helpful. Uh, just go to my website. It's dalemore.tv. That's D-A-L-E-M-O-O-R-E dot TV. And at the top of the page right there, you'll see a Patreon link to where you can help some folks. Patreon's a, a major organization that does that kind of thing. And you can give one time if you want to, or you can support monthly or however you desire. And uh, it's very, very helpful. So uh, let's press on what we've been doing, which is examining uh, the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, in our last episode, uh, we saw uh, where Jesus himself was asking a question and he asked, what is the kingdom of God like? And then he gave two pictures of it. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, very, very small seed, which you plant. And a guy just threw it in the garden, <laughs> which is not the best uh, form of cultivating. I understand there's the thing of uh, 
dispersing things, you know, broadcasting, as they say, <coughs> sort of what we're doing, right? But he, he just said he threw the seed out in the garden, and it became a tree. And he says, you know what? The kingdom of God can be compared uh, to a woman who mm -hmm. took some leaven and put it in three pecks of flour and just waited until it was leavened. Well, Jesus is picking up some ideas here on um, what uh, the kingdom of God is like. Listen to what he says in verse 22. And Jesus was passing through from one city and village to another, teaching and proceeding on his way to Jerusalem. So, you know, this sort of sets the scene, gives us some background, gives us some understanding about some stuff. Now, don't write off these kind of passages too quick right here. Pay attention. You see what Jesus is doing. He's got an, an ultimate goal. He's proceeding to Jerusalem. You really see this in John, the Gospel of John, big time. But his goal is he's going to Jerusalem, but he's going from one city to the next city, from one village to the next village. And what is he doing? He's teaching. Step by step, line by line, he's just teaching. So verse 23, and someone said to Jesus, Lord, are there just a few who are being saved? What a loaded question. <laughs> Isn't that a great question? Somebody said, Lord, are there just a few being saved? Now, we don't know the attitude in the heart of this individual who's asking this question. Were they saying it this way? Lord, are there just a few that are being saved? Or were they saying, Lord, are there just a few who are being saved? Can't you hear the religionist saying it that way, counting himself to be among the few? <laughs> you know? You might get some insight and some inference and some understanding to it uh, from the way that Jesus responds, but I don't want to read too much into it, but it's just a great question. So Jesus says to them, verse 24, here's Jesus' response, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Now, this is one of these things that's sort of a parable kind of thing. Uh, Jesus did this a lot. You know, he described himself as the door, as the gate, that type of thing. And so there's, there's some inference to that right here. He says, you need to strive to enter through the narrow door. So you have a door, it's narrow, and you need to strive. Now, people automatically panic from my, my background. They'll go, well, no, salvation isn't by works. It isn't by that. Calm down. Calm down. Just let Jesus say what he wants to say right here, okay? Just, just pay attention. It may take us a couple episodes to get through it, but just pay attention to what he says. So he says, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. So what have we learned right here just about the question? The question was, Lord, are there a few, just a few that are going to be saved? And Jesus says, you know what? You need to pay attention to yourself personally. You know, not the masses right here, but personally. Strive to enter through the narrow door. You have a role and a responsibility. You as an individual, pay attention. Enter through the narrow door. Why? Because Jesus says, mm -hmm. I tell you, many will seek to enter and will not be able. Why will they seek to enter? Why will they not be able to? Well, that's the kind of stuff that Jesus was teaching about the kingdom of God. That's the kind of things that he's actually going to flesh out a little bit in this. Verse 25, Jesus speaking. Once the head of the house gets up and shuts the door 
and you begin to stand outside and knock on the door saying, Lord, open up to us. Then he will answer to you. I do not know where you are from. What in the world? We've seen elements of this kind of thing. We saw it over in the Olivet Discourse, which we covered in this Matthew 24, Matthew 25, uh, where it was, it was recounting what happened in the days of Noah. Same type of thing. When Noah <coughs> shut, the, when God shut the door on the ark, the people were on the outside banging. There's going to come a time when the Lord returns, that people are going to be on the outside banging and wanting to get in to the kingdom, and the Lord's going to say what? He says, I do not know where you are from. Remember what we saw over in Matthew 7? Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not heal in your name? Did we not do great things in your name? And he says, I'm going to look at you and say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I never knew you. Those were people that were very religious and doing all this kind of stuff. When the door closes, the head of the household closes the door and shuts it, and you're standing on the outside, it's too late. Even when you're crying, Lord, open up to us. Now you're ready to acknowledge that he's Lord. That's a hint right there. And he's going to answer. He says, you know what? I don't know where you are from. I don't know you. Luke's given us another insight to that understanding of the scripture. Well, I'll tell you what, my time is up. I'll stop right here. We will look at this and resume in the next episode again. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.